Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Vet Corner. We're the fabulous and always busy, though, Dr Jen Griffiths, owner and vet at Pets Life Veterinary Care. Jen, good morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? I'm well. Before we start about uh, keeping our pets safe over Christmas, it was interesting. I, I read an article about um, animal experts warning that dogs could suffer depression and anxiety as restriction ease and humans return to normal routines. So there's a mob, and I thought uh, to ease the doggy drama, this particular group in South Yarra are offering what they call VI pooch packages where fur babies can stay with their owners in the lap of luxury. Of course, you're paying for it. But the pet perks are going to assist. You get assistance from dog-friendly staff, a bag with toys and treats, and an eating and drinking mat in the hotel room. Oh, that isn't that nice. That's gorgeous. And it's a, it's a, it's a true um, concern that I think um, we certainly have seen um, during this unprecedented time. And um, we certainly have seen a lot of anxiety in, in dogs, particularly, um, coming through. So I think it's a really wonderful idea if they can have time with their owners, and that's really special. It is, in Dennis, because so many people, I mean, take their fur babies with them everywhere. I was talking to they uh, do. Uh, Charles Woolley's going to start appearing on the program every Friday from tomorrow, and from the you know from 60 Minutes at Charles Woolley. Well, he's a, I was talking to him before about uh, pets. He's He loves, he's got a, a fur baby that he can't, uh, he's got to take everywhere with him. And there's so many people like that, that it's so important. And I guess... Speaking of which, you can overly spoil them. You're talking about keeping our pets safe over Christmas, and this is particularly important because we know chocolate. I mean, I'm constantly warned by my wife, do not give the little fella chocolate, something to steer really clear of with our pets, isn't it? Absolutely. So at Christmas obviously is, is such a fun time and we often have a lot of other things around the house that we might not have um, normally during the year. So um, we are inclined to certainly spoil them, but it's also more about just leaving things around that they might get their little noses into and, and eat things that they shouldn't. So chocolate, absolutely, number one. We certainly do have a lot more of that around at Christmas. So um, it is. it has a toxin in it uh, known as theobromine, um, which is the, the toxic component to our pets. So um, for, for many dogs, um, not so much cats, we don't see it so much of a problem for those guys um, because they don't tend to um, get into these sorts of things as much. But um, it can cause vomiting, diarrhoea, but it, with chocolate, it can also be, um, cause hyperactivity and potentially seizures. So it, it can be very, very dangerous. So always really important that if you think your dog has eaten chocolate, call your vet and um, and usually take them to the nearest emergency centre so that we can get What, what about amounts, Jen? I mean, sometimes uh, if you drop a bit on the on the carpet and they quickly lick it up because they love the stuff, I mean, mm-hmm. it, do you tend to worry if it's a tiny, tiny piece or or, <laughs> or, do you, or a block maybe? What I mean a block that's in a little tiny square. Yeah, look, I mean, for a very absolute, very, very tiny piece, um, it's very unlikely that there's going to necessarily be a problem, but it's also size dependent and every patient is individual. So, you know, we might have a dog that's only eaten a small amount yeah. and have, have a reaction. We might have someone else that's eaten a lot and, and not having any clinical signs at all. So you still have to take that into account, but there are certain sort of levels that we look at and also remembering dark versus white versus milk chocolate. They have different um, uh, levels of, of the theobromine as well. So that can make a bit of a difference, but it's always good to call your vet because then at least if you know how much roughly they may have eaten, they can generally direct you over the phone as yeah. well and run through that with you. So, um, but yes, it, it can be different for every patient, absolutely. And with, with you know, you've got friends and family getting together, well, in most instances, hopefully this time of this Christmas we can. Yeah. But I mean, what about some other, it's not just chocolate, is it we've got to worry about? 
not at all, no. So um, probably one of the, the most common ones, things like mince pies and Christmas cakes, so often full of dried fruits and, and sometimes alcohol as well. So um, it's certainly one to avoid. The grapes, right. the raisins, the sultanas that are in um, those uh, those cakes um, can actually cause kidney failure in, in, our, in our pets. So um, that one is, is pretty dangerous, actually. And, and again, there is no uh, known sort of amount that we know of that can cause it. So again, it's very individual on the patient. So, you know, one patient can eat a little bit and have really severe kidney problems. Another patient could eat lots and not have a problem. So you just have to be on the front foot with it and be very aware if they have got into it. Um, and generally we get them in as soon as possible to, to induce vomiting if we can quickly enough so we can actually get it out of their system so that hopefully we avoid that happening at all as the end point. And Jen, being a vet, I mean, can we help before we get them to the vet with inducing vomiting? How do we do that? Um, so look, it's not generally a recommendation. Sort of a long time ago, there used to be sort of various bits and pieces that people would try at home, but it can be very dangerous actually to do it. So my advice genuinely is to call um, your vet first and get that advice over the phone. If you absolutely can't get in, or you you might live you know very long long way away, or you're out in you know somewhere that you can't get to a vet clinic, then they will try and help you over the phone with that. But genuinely, the best situation is to get them in because vomiting has to be induced very carefully, um, and so to avoid any possible complications they need to be at a vet clinic really. There you go and so if they ingest any of these things make sure you give your vet a call but it's a, it's it's not just foods we need to be mindful of too when it comes to Christmas is it? It's not these <laughs> foods it's other things. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, one of the um, the things that I thought I would touch on is Christmas decorations because um, that's something that cats do like to get into. Um, certainly my own cat, she loves to, to play and pull the decorations off the tree. Um, so there is the possibility they can ingest bits of tinsel. Um, so again, oh, yeah. um, you need to be keeping an eye on that. Um, equally as well, uh, our dogs might go for the baubles and things on the, on the, uh, the tree as well. So again, some of these things could cause severe damage to the guts, they could cause obstructions, there's various sort of possible complications that could occur with that. So again, just keeping an eye on them, just making sure that they're not terrorising the Christmas tree and potentially eating some of these things um, because you just don't want to end up at a vet clinic over Christmas. It's not fun. No, our little fur baby does that. If you saw a little shiny something, (laughs) you'll pick it up and try and eat it. But I had a message here from Brett. Uh, Brett from Launceston has called with a question for you, Dr. Jenny says, his six-year-old Rottweiler chews grass then vomits it up an hour later like a a fur ball of grass it doesn't seem uh, to hurt her but just wondering why she does it yeah look uh, i have a lot of patients that do it my dog my own dog included as well so sometimes there's a lot of uh i guess myths we don't 100% 100% know truly why they do it so it might be that sometimes they do feel a bit nauseous the grass um, is probably a bit of a gastric irritant and does um, probably induce the vomiting and, and help that vomiting so whether or not they were feeling nauseous in the first place sometimes it can be uh, signs of underlying gut disease things like irritable bowel syndrome or inflammatory bowel disease those sorts of things so we do see a lot of that in patients so there could always be very mild signs of that going on for many patients and we just don't always have a diagnosis for it and generally speaking I have to say if it's not really causing a problem they're not doing it all the time and they're generally well in themselves and there's nothing else going on I don't get too worried about it I certainly see my own dog do it from time to time but he doesn't do it all the time so um, and as long as bowel movements and things are all normal um, then don't get too worried but it's always good to just keep an eye out for any other clinical signs weight loss 
ongoing vomiting, any diarrhea, because they can point you to things like gut disease that could be going on. So it's worth keeping an eye out for that sort of thing as well. It is indeed. But overall, I mean, because I know everybody has a dog at some stage that's eating grass and you always think it's mm-hmm. anxiety. But sometimes you know, they might have had a good meal. They might feel comfortable and just go out and chew on a bit of grass. Yeah, and I even see my cat do it. Cats love to do it as well. Um, so, uh, again, like I said, I don't get too concerned about it, but it was just if it was, a, if it was accompanied by other clinical signs, then absolutely you put the whole picture together and you start looking for, for other things that could be causing a problem. But generally, if they're, if they're well otherwise and have done it sort of intermittently throughout their life, I don't get too worried. Yeah, good call. And we just got to make sure coming up to Christmas, steer clear of the chockies. And uh, I don't know why they call them mince pies when it's really, um, it's, it's fruit. But uh, stay clear of all that as well with the uh, with your pets. And watch out for Christmas presents wrapped in baubles and tinsel. So one with the lot, really. Absolutely. But best of all, just enjoy it and have fun because that's, it is a fun time too. And hopefully all of our pets will get some nice gifts this year. Sounds perfect. Jen, it's a pleasure to talk with you as always. Dr. Jen Griffiths, owner and vet at Pets Life Veterinary Care. We'll talk next week. No worries. Thanks, Mike. Good to talk to you. Thanks to uh, Jen. Uh, by the way, if you have any queries for next week, feel free. Do let us know. We can have a chat to Jen next week about your questions for our vet. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.